The following story has been brought to you by storiestoinspire.org. During the Holocaust, there was a Ukrainian woman. She was not Jewish. Her name was Maria Bilschik. Maria Bilschik. She knew a Jewish girl by the name of Fanya Bass. I don't know if you know this history, but during Hitler invaded Russia, June 22nd, 1941. Chavzayin Sivan Tavshin Aleph. Early morning, Sunday. And the Einsatzgruppen followed the Wehrmacht, and they went from shtetl to shtetl, from city to city, from village to village. And they gathered every man, woman, and child who was Jewish, and shot them. This was the Holocaust of bullets, during which between 1.6 million and some say 2.5 million Jews were murdered by bullets. Almost every shtetl has mass graves with thousands of Jewish bodies right there outside of the city in the Ukraine. Some escaped. The Nazis did it with the help of Ukrainian anti-Semites. One of the most tragic stories in Jewish history. And not so known. How those shchitas happened. It's beyond horrific. Fanya Bas was a girl. And this Maria Bilschik took her in. She hid her in her home. Of course, if the Nazis caught you, you were murdered. Your whole family was murdered for hiding a Jew. But she ensured her survival. Fanya survived. Fanya Bas has granddaughters. She has a granddaughter. One granddaughter whose name is Sharon Bass. She lives in Israel. And her grandmother always remained connected to her angel, to the woman in Ukraine who saved her. Last week, Fanya Bass's granddaughter Sharon found out that Maria has two granddaughters who are in Ukraine in a war zone and need to be saved. So Sharon reached out and secured their journey from Ukraine to Israel. And here's a picture of these two grand, I don't know if you'll see it, somebody just sent me, here's a picture of these two granddaughters of Ukraine arriving to Israel. And the granddaughter of the woman who was saved by their grandmother greets them in Ben Gurion Airport in Tel Aviv. Maria was honored by Yad Vashem years ago as one of the righteous among the nations, Chassidium Mesa'ilam, for saving this girl. But now her granddaughter saved those two granddaughters from war-torn Ukraine. Mi idea im la'es kazoisi gatlamalchus. We never know the plans of history. What we do know is one thing. When you were born, when I was born, where you are, your opportunities, your gifts, and your challenges, your talents, resources, and difficulties, are all with hashgach, it's all by divine providence. And when I wake up in the morning, I have that choice, a very profound choice. 
either I become a victim of my circumstances, I eat up the news, I read the news, but I'm a passive bystander. They say there are three types of people. There are people who make things happen, people who watch things happen, and people who want to know what happened. It's a choice we make every day. Will I be one of those people who says, what happened? <laughs> oh, you woke up. Or, I will watch things happen and become a very, very interesting commentator. But the role of the Jewish people from Avram Avinu till today is to make things happen. You can learn from Vladimir Zelensky in his own way who made things happen. And each in our own way to be able to seize the moment carpe diem. To become an ambassador of truth, an ambassador of love, an ambassador of hope, an ambassador of healing, an ambassador of authenticity, an ambassador of compassion, and an ambassador of redemptiveness. Nathan Sharansky was born in Ukraine, on the border, and he became the famous refusenik fighting the Soviet communist regime, wanting to go to Israel, wanting to practice Judaism, because till 91, Ukraine is part of the Soviet Union. In 91, Ukraine becomes an independent country, which Putin is obviously upset about. So Sharansky is a Ukrainian Jew. Ultimately, made it to Eretz Yisrael, made it to Israel after so many years. So he spoke last week at the Sheva Brachas of Yossi and Chana Dickstein's wedding. Yossi Dickstein lost both of his parents and a brother to Arab terrorism. He was seven years old when his father, mother, and brother were gunned down during the second horrific intifada that Yasser Arafat, who won the Nobel Peace Prize, unleashed. He got married now. Big Simcha. So Sharansky came to the Sheva Brachas. At the Sheva Brachas, Nathan Sharansky said the following. He says, I grew up in Ukraine, in the city of Donetsk. There were people of many nationalities living there, but this is under the Soviet Union. And he says, their ID certificates had the word Russian, Ukraine, Georgian, Kazakhi, but it wasn't that important, and there wasn't much of a difference. We were all part of the Soviet Union. There was one thing that was important. If you had on your certificate, on your birth certificate, one word, Yevreska. Yevreska meant you were Jewish. That meant that you had a disease, a genetic disease. That meant you had to be careful. That meant you would be persecuted. That meant you were likely to be thrown into the gulag or lose your job or be targeted for abuse and persecution. He said, we knew nothing about Judaism. There was no Jewish education, no shul, no infrastructure, no mitzvahs, nothing. One thing we knew is that if you're a Jew, you're diseased because you're going to be hated because there's anti-Semitism. He said, that's why nobody tried to replace the word Russian or the word Ukraine in order to get accepted to the university because it was fine. But if you had the word Yevreska on your ID papers and you could manage to change that, ah, it was a miracle because that means your chances to get accepted into a good university and get a career, which was the dream of every Russian Jew, even more than American Jews, could be experienced. Could You could have luck. He says, and then something happened this week. 
He said, I was reminded of all of this as I was seeing hundreds of thousands of people standing at the borders of Ukraine trying to get into other countries. They stand there day and night and there is only one word today that gets you out faster than anybody else. And that is Jewish. If you're a Jew, there are Jews outside who care for you. There is someone on the other side of the border looking for you. The chances of getting out are so much higher. The world I knew has been turned upside down. When I was a child, Jewish was a curse. It was an extraordinarily bad word. Nobody was jealous of us. Today at the borders of Ukraine, Jewish is an extraordinary word for goodness. It describes people who have somewhere to go. And there is an entire nation, their family, in Israel and elsewhere, waiting for them outside. The fact, the fact, I myself know around 20 or 30 friends who are now at the borders that created makeshift hotels, housing literally thousands and thousands of Jews, bringing them to Israel or to the countries around Ukraine. Every one of those 183 Chabad Shluchim and their families, unsung heroes, together with the other organizations of various Jewish organizations helping out. But you're talking about an incredible, incredible shift. We cannot afford anymore to say those words, am I my brother's keeper? Our motto before the Gula is, And not just brothers in Ukraine, my brother also across the street, the teenager who's struggling in shul, my nephew, my niece, my own child. Every brother and sister, every Jew I meet, whether I agree or I don't agree, whether he's part of my Nusach or not part of my Nusach, whether he looks like me or she looks like me, whether we agree about everything or we don't agree about 99% of things, it's an Adam, it's one Adam, it's one person. Enjoyed this story? Come again. Bring a friend. Stories to inspire.org.